A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Insurance. It's something that you may not think about until you actually have to use it. Insurance for county fairs, however, is a bit different than the insurance that you have for your home or life. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report, and Andrew Vandepopulier of Hassan Wilkerson Insurance specializes in helping people understand just what their insurance policy really means. Since the pandemic, there have been many changes to these policies that fair personnel need to be aware of. First and foremost would be communicable disease, and communicable disease exclusions have been very broad in the past and have included E. coli, uh, the other transmissible diseases, legionnaires, making sure that you understand what you're actually ex- getting excluded from your policy. So if you see in a communicable disease exclusion, you need to start asking questions of the agent and the carrier as to what exactly are we excluding and get it in writing. Again, conversations are great, but always get it in writing. Make sure you have coverage for those um, animal to human pathogens uh, such as E. coli. How have insurance policies changed for fares over the years? Take me through kind of as you've been doing it with your business, things you've seen changed that maybe they've had to focus on more than other years. There's always an ebb and flow in our industry in terms of what's going to be on the policy, what's not, what's going to be excluded. But in this day and age, we're seeing a lot of exclusions when it comes to specific types of events such as motorsports, fireworks, rodeos, um, those kinds of things. And just understanding what those exclusions are, making sure that you understand if you are having an exclusion, how are we plugging that gap with a secondary policy? Or is that something that we are self-insuring by the fair? One of the bigger things that we're seeing coming out, uh, especially in the upper Midwest, West here is exclusions on property insurance for um, damage by hail or wind or changing deductibles. So having those conversations and having good discussions and dialogue is very important because at the end of the day, you may have the best thing you can get, but understanding what you have prior to the storm is most important. And speaking of that, that goes hand in hand with having a really thorough contract review when it comes to how that impacts your entertainment, your vendors, whether that's the weather is going to cancel it, now what? Oh, or leading up to the fair, now what? Take me through some of those logistics behind the things that the fair board should be aware of. When it comes to contracts, it's always first and foremost that you want to protect yourselves as the fair board and as the event itself. So making sure that as a vendor, they are indemnifying you, holding you harmless, naming you as additional insured. As a rental, such as a wedding, a Ducks Unlimited event, those kinds of things, making sure they too have their own insurance and are indemnifying you at least a million dollars. And then lastly, when it comes to contracts with rodeo and entertainment, especially grandstand entertainment, understanding what they're requiring of you and what they are willing to give. A lot of the entertainers coming out of COVID now have required that you name them on your policy, but are not willing to reciprocate back to the to the event itself. It's very, very important that you understand if they throw something in the crowd or cause some sort of a ruckus, that's eventually going to fall back on you if that contract is not correct. Having that conversation again with your agent is so important ahead of signing those contracts. Make sure you read those very thoroughly or have someone else look them over for you before you do sign those. And what are some of the coverages or exclusions that they should be aware of as the fair industry does evolve? Maybe things that have changed that used to be included that now moving forward may not be or slightly things that they should be asking these questions ahead of time. 
We go back to the motorsports. That's one of the biggest ones where um, our program specifically will cover truck and tractor pulls, demolition derbies, and mud bog runs. Some cover different types of things, but understanding that there are almost all policies have a motorsports exclusion of one kind or another and understanding what that has. The other one in this area of the country ultimately is going to be rodeo. We do a lot of rodeoing up here and making sure that if your policy has a rodeo exclusion, is the stock contractor bringing that coverage or are you buying it from an outside program such as SPI, which is a division of our company. And when it comes to more of a storm coming through, maybe it's a tornado, maybe heaven forbid an active shooter, how do those things play a role into the insurance and liabilities of the Fairborn? The biggest thing that the insurance company and the carrier are going to be looking at is preparedness. What have you done to be prepared and what is your defensibility? Defensibility is one of the biggest things we've seen coming out of the active shooter situations in California, Florida, etc. Um, having those discussions with your local law enforcement, Homeland Security, if you're big enough, is so important. Having those plans in place, in writing, and in practice. Because when it goes to court, the best plan is great, but if it hasn't been revisited since 1995, it doesn't matter. So making sure that we're up to date on those. Again, if you reach out to Homeland Security, they have templates that will help you build this and sit down with your local law enforcement. Even if you're a smaller town, they will help you build the best plan you can have and then thus implement it when the time comes. And kind of tracing back to the E. coli and pathogenic issues, can you go a little bit more in depth of how those are playing a role in insurance moving forward? A lot of the carriers out there have excluded E. coli, which is obviously one of the biggest exposures our industry faces today. And they've done it either intentionally or unintentionally through the communicable disease exclusion. You need to have a very blunt conversation with your agent and with the carrier and have it in writing as to whether E. coli, animal to human disease, and legionnaires is something that is covered under your policy. And if it is not, understanding why it is not and how you can get it covered if needed. Otherwise, you are self-insuring those claims and they typically do go seven figures or higher. And then is there any new trends or things to be aware of moving forward? One big thing that we're seeing is in these entertainment contracts is requiring you to have some sort of a cancellation policy. And those cancellation policies are not offered typically by uh, local agents. you got to go to a specialist. Um, typically, we utilize Robert Holmes with Spectrum Weather Insurance. But making sure that if there is a provision in that entertainment contract that says you're required to pay them rain or shine, making sure you have that coverage is needed. That was Andrew Vanda Popular of Hassan Wilkerson Insurance. He says, always recheck your policy each year and don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't understand. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.